This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Instead of blaming the men, yeah. decided, you know what, it's on me. Like, I'm the one accepting crumbs. I think at the end of the day, that's really what it is for most of us, is do we feel enough for the type of thing, people, opportunity, love that we really are craving? Mm-hmm. And once we can heal that within ourselves, you'll open up a whole new world of possibilities. Let's take a breath. <sighs> Hey guys, I'm Cindy Lutwako and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for pressing play. I know in the busyness of summer and all the things that we have going on that you could be a lot of places right now. So I'm really happy that you're here with me and that we get to spend this hour together. We have a really great guest today. Her name is Amanda Merritt. If you're not familiar with her, she is a international coach and intuitive. She works with entrepreneurs, really high-level leaders, celebrities, and all other people who are working to up-level their career. I find her really inspiring, really incredible, and we just kind of went all over the map in this episode. I had some questions I wanted to ask her, but I really just wanted to sit down and see what came out. And I love what we talked about. We go through how she got into the work that she's doing now. She was in corporate, was climbing the corporate ladder, was doing really well in her field, but just felt like something was missing and that she wasn't being fulfilled. And it led her on this spiritual path and doing all this research and inner work and led her to becoming the coach she is now. So she helps all these people. Um, She's got so many great tools and tactics for how to reach that next level in your life. So say that you're feeling stagnant in relationship or in dating and you feel like you're getting the same date or same pattern or you're meeting the same type of guy over and over again. You're not understanding why this is happening or say you are running into the same walls with your job or feeling like you're getting the same letdowns or there's just kind of these similar themes happening in your life and you want to get to that next level. We talked through all of that today. Amanda opens up about her own struggles with relationships when she was at a time where she wasn't seeing her self-worth and felt like not where she wanted wanted to be. She talks us through how she got out of it. She gives us really great examples of clients that she's worked with and how she's helped them get to a new level. And the idea that we hold ourselves back with the stories that we tell ourselves. I know we all have a story or a message that we tend to repeat to ourselves. I think mine for the longest time was, I'm not good enough because I didn't work hard enough for the thing I'm trying to accomplish. So my big thing forever was I have to have studied the most. I have to have done the most hours of work. I have to rehearse. I remember rehearsing my solo for like hours on end. Everyone would leave the studio and I would just keep rehearsing it and rehearsing it and rehearsing it because I felt like I wasn't worthy of it doing well or, or it wasn't good enough unless I had beaten myself to the ground with how hard I worked on it. And that was a story I still continue to tell myself sometimes, but it's something that I've had to uh, rework for myself because it has come true where I feel like I have to work harder than everyone else or things don't happen for me as quickly because I have this idea that until I work such and such amount of hours, I won't be deserving of the thing. So just little ways like that, that's just an example that's happened for me that we tend to tell ourselves and hold ourselves back. So I'm sure you guys might have your own individual stories or whatever that thing is. Amanda gives us some great guidelines and ways that we can rewrite our stories and show up differently 
when we're working through difficult times or wanting to become better versions of ourselves, because ultimately that is what I want this podcast to be about, helping myself through all the amazing guests that we have, all the interviews that we do, and all these ideas that I get from listening and recording the episodes, but also helping you guys to become that better version of yourself, whatever that means for you. I just think we got this one life to live. Why not make it great? Why not accomplish all the things that we set out to do? Why not just be the best, best versions of ourselves. That's what I'm here for. So hopefully you are too. Amanda is awesome. Please share this episode with someone who is going through any of the things that we talked through today, who maybe wants to start their own spiritual journey and needs some guidance, who wants a coach or wants to learn the process of coaching like Amanda does. Any of the things that we talk about today, please send this episode to them or tag us on social media at Something to Share Podcast or me. I love reposting you guys. It means the world to me. Yeah, I think you're going to love this one. My something to share, I am turning 31 on Saturday. So my birthday is this weekend and last year was like big 30 and you know, it's a big birthday, huge milestone. You have like all these things where ending one decade and going to the next decade. It's a huge thing, but turning 31, I'm like, eh, (laughs) another year. So last year, I feel like I went through like 30 things I learned from my 20s or something. I don't even know, but I'm going to save you that. And I'm just going to say my intentions for this next year is to become even more myself. So less about trying to be a version of myself that I think everyone wants me to be or a version of myself that I think is the right way of being in the world and more of just how do I want to be? How do I want to show up? How do I want others to feel when they're around me? That's that's something I want to lean into more in this next year. Just being aware of what feels really good to me, what feels like Sydney and what feels like how I want to go about my day, whether that's planning my day-to-day activities or how I work or what I'm trying to accomplish in the year. Um, it even can go down to what I want my home to feel like, like certain decorations or making sure it's cleaned a certain way, organized a certain way to make it really feel like me and getting really clear on what that is. So really just becoming more myself, which just sounds lovely and a lot easier than what I've done in the past of trying to be a version of myself that I think other people like or a version of myself that other people expect from me or a version of myself that I've always been. I'm just going to I'm just going to be me. I know that's kind of a broad concept, but That's what my goal is, just being myself, accepting myself for all the things I am and all the things I have to offer. And, you know, going into this next year as 31, seeing new ways where I can do that in my day-to-day life. So yeah, that's my something to share. Be yourself. Do the things that make you feel most like yourself, the most joy, the most happy. And if you have great ideas of how to do that, I would love for you to share them with me. We're going to my parents' house for my birthday. We're going to have a nice chill weekend. I'm trying to get all my work done before we drive so that I'm just in the moment to get to spend all the time with my family and Nick and just have a really good, fun birthday weekend. So that's my plan. I hope you guys had a great 4th of July. I hope that you're doing good and I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. Before you go, please write a five-star review if you feel called to do so and share this one with anyone you think needs to hear it. Without further ado, here is Amanda Merritt. We're just going to fly by the seat of our pants today, see what comes out. I know you're very intuitive and very aligned and in tune with the world and what's going on. So I think this is going to be a great conversation. How are you? I'm so excited, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Um, We kind of jump into two initial questions and I ask this of everyone just to kind of jumpstart us and feel like we're on the same page. So I asked these at the beginning. And the first question is super simple. It's kind of like a show and tell. So any object that comes to mind that's either from your nightstand um, with an interesting backstory or that is kind of surprising. So anything that comes to mind when I say Uh three. The first thing that comes to mind is I actually have a dream journal that I put next to my nightstand. And any anything that comes to me in dreams I will try to get up and write it down if it feels like guidance or something or something Mm -hmm. important for me to know. Uh, I get sometimes things that happen in my dreams and then they end up happening in real life, which I know Mm -hmm. sounds crazy if you're new to this. And sometimes I get like messages for myself. Uh 
but, and it's crazy. Like, I, so I'll try to write things down, but sometimes honestly, I'm horrible with it. Cause I'm like, no, I'll remember it in the morning. And then I don't. Yeah. We actually did have a dream analysis person come on here very recently. The episode's going to come out soon. So cool. I'm very aligned with that. And she agrees. She says that a lot of the imagery or the things that we see in our dreams are help our subconscious trying to help us solve problems in our real life. Absolutely. So I've been starting to kind of do this too, but I've noticed it's really hard to remember them. Yes. And <laughs> I feel like most of my dreams happen right at the right before I wake up. So I'm really not in the mood of like remembering because I just want to keep sleeping. But I remember I wrote one down the other day that was like, I had leeches on my feet as I was walking and I I was trying to take them off. So I wrote that down. Wow. And then I looked at the imagery and I was like, it basically said that my own like subconscious thoughts were holding me back and that I'm trying to remove them. Or that's the way I interpreted it. I guess it's kind of your own way of going about it. That's really cool. Yeah. And people can come in your dreams too. So I have, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. I'll have certain people I've never met before that come into my dreams a lot. And I'm like, that'll be interesting when I end up meeting them in person because there's been a a couple people um, that I'm like, why are they're in my, they've been in my dreams a lot. So it's interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Are you in a relationship currently? Is there anything like that? Um, I'm not in a relationship currently. You never know. It could be. You never know. Or you never someone know. that could lead you to that person. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah. I love it. You are, are you an intuitive where you have like psychic abilities or what does that mean for you? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So first I want to say that we're all intuitive. I think that it has taken me some years to be able to discern what that is and also awaken even more of my gifts because what I do, I support, you know, I support leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and celebrities with the work that I do. Mm-hmm. And what, like a lot of what I, my work is to help my clients really awaken to their fullest potential in every mm-hmm. area of their life, like happiness, wealth, money, opportunity, success, and like actually enjoy life and actually feel like they love. And it doesn't just look good on paper, but it feels amazing too. Yeah. You know, so I use my intuition to help my clients tap into different potentials for their life because they're, we, we are infinite when we come into these bodies, there's not just, you can't actually predict someone's future, which is why I wanted to mention this is because you could go to all these psychics and intuitives. And the reason why some of the things don't pan out is because there's so much free will in these bodies Mm -hmm. that we have. And so many, and it's dependent on other people's free will, right? And so I teach my clients to become their most intuitive self as well and trust themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, so that they can know that they're the creator of everything as well. Mm-hmm. But so I, yeah, I started, okay. The craziest thing happened is I, I was always into human behavior. I was obsessed with witnessing and observing people's behavior and, you know, astrology angels. I, um, you know, I grew up Catholic, but I'm, I'm no longer religious me for me personally, just because of like how much I get to feel. It's like, I have the church of Amanda inside of myself kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. so I started to become obsessed with all of this work. And so I decided, I'm like, I want to start honing this ability and this gift. And so I was, watching somebody's live video, like years ago, probably like almost 10 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And she, she said, okay, whoever guesses what animal I'm thinking of, they're going to get a free birth chart reading. And I, no joke, I had a vision. It sometimes they pop in like memories. So when people Uh hear, I got a vision, they pop in for me, just like a memory would, you know, in my head, in my mind's eye. And I had a vision of me holding my nephew in the flamingo exhibit at the zoo. And we were looking out of the flamingos and we did that the previous summer. And so I'm like, let me just put it in there. Let me see. Yeah. Put flamingo. And she goes, who just said flamingo you won. And I'm like, Oh my God, that was a vision. I got a vision of the flamingo. So I started to trust that vision more and more and more and play with it and test myself with it. Mm -hmm. Like, with even the smallest things like, Oh, is this going to be good on the menu? Like, is this actually going to taste like how I think it's going to taste? And so I always tease now. Cause I'm like, Oh, I like tell people, I'm like, you're not going to like that. It's going to be bland. And like, I'm usually right. So funny. Now I'm able to see bigger visions for myself, for other people and like possibilities for people to pretty much create and co-create in their life. I so 
Yeah. And it's so unique to each individual, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, it I want I want to try to tap into that more too. I would love to see visions like that. It's so cool. Yeah. I think it's a matter of just like learning to build that trust muscle. And I like that you're like playing with it. It's almost like a game. Yeah, I've been doing it for years and it works. And so that's how I've developed now my gifts. And now that's one of my greatest gifts that I can bring to my clients because I can see things that maybe they haven't given themselves permission to, like in love, for example. Mm-hmm. Like I, one of my favorite things to do is to help people have the highest and best, as I mentioned, of everything, you know, and I, some people, this could take us down a whole different rabbit hole, but like choosing the wrong partners based on our own healing that needs to happen and wounds Uh and beliefs and stories and all those sorts of things. But one of my favorite things ever is to, I have had clients meet their, like the love of their lives, either while we're working together or after, and they actually got visions. Really? I love that. It's such a nice thing that you get to be a part of too. And I, yeah. I, your work sounds so special that you are just essentially creating better lives for anyone that comes to you. And, and I'm sure it's interesting because you never really know what that thing's going to be. It could be career. It could be just something where they feel stuck or it could be relationships. Yeah. You get it's to all of it, your gifts. <laughs> yeah. Usually they're all connected in some way by yeah. a thread of a feeling. Um, but yeah, that's really beautiful. One more question before we move on to the meat of everything. Um, Anything that's on your heart or mind lately? It could be related to your work or it could be just really anything on your heart or mind. Mm, I feel like we're in a time of reevaluation right now. Like a lot of people are are getting reorganized or thinking about maybe projects they haven't finished or what they want to do next in their life. And so I would just say, I've been doing this myself because I go, I live in um, by the beach. So I go on my morning walks and I ask this question, just put it out in the universe. Well, what else is possible? How can it get even better? And without trying to go figure out what that is, I just ask the universe and I put it out there and I almost like allow myself to surrender into that. Mm -hmm. And when we ask questions like that, we always get shown, whether in the next day, week, a month, we'll start to get ideas or people start to come in our life. And so for me lately, it's been like, yes, what I've created has been so big. And now how can I make an even bigger impact? Like how can I have an even juicier life or whatever that is? And so that's been what I've been really Mm. leaning into right now. Yeah. I love the idea of surrender. I know I need that. I'm always so used to gripping and forcing and trying to make things happen or that's what I've been taught. Um, but that that idea of surrender is so beautiful and really kind of hard sometimes to like you have to be really trusting to surrender like that to like, just oh, like yeah. let things flow. But oh yeah. It's a yeah. whole and it's a practice. You know, I've been mm-hmm. doing this for so long now and I still have to practice it, you know, because sometimes we get just emotionally attached to things, to how something's supposed to work out or you know, what we really want, but it's also a cultivation over time. It does get easier. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. right now I'm, I'm manifesting my next home because my landlord's selling the house I'm renting right now. And so I have like three weeks and I'm like in this deep place of trust and it Mm -hmm. always ends up working out. It always does. And so it's like, I like to just experiment with, it's like, how much can we trust our higher power or the universe or ourself or our higher self that we're being guided? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's a nice practice to cultivate and one that I want to as well. Uh, let's get into you and how you got into this space that you're in with your work. I know you have a really interesting story and you came from a corporate background. So I would love to hear uh-huh. kind of your origin story and how you had this almost spiritual awakening to doing what you're doing now. Yeah. So I, uh, I worked in corporate staffing for seven years in Tampa, Florida, and I loved it until I didn't love it anymore. I climbed the ladder pretty quickly into leadership, into leadership roles. And it was with the same company company for that full seven years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I did love it until a point where I looked around. I'm like, man, I just feel like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I was craving more purpose and more meaning. And even though I was great at my job, had great relationships with all the leaders and work next to sea levels and all this, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I was missing something at one point. Long story short, between my dating life, which was a hot mess, I had this chronic pattern of dating emotionally unavailable men, which I'm sure people listening can relate with. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Been there. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that's a really painful pattern to be in. It's, it's painful because what that does is it brings up all of these stories about, well, am I just not good enough or what's wrong with me? Or cause mm-hmm. my, my career was popping. So I'm like, okay, I kind of have my shit together. <laughs> I take care of myself. Uh-huh. I get all dressed up for work, you know, I'm like, why, why this? And it actually led me on this spiritual journey. There was a point where I was dating someone and then I saw him out with another woman. We were kind of on and off. So it really wasn't his fault, but there was some communication that night. And then when I went to go meet up with him, he was leaving with someone else. And it was the biggest favor he ever did me for me, to be honest with you. I know he was a soulmate, like teaching me a lesson because in that moment, I literally put my middle finger up in the air, which was not not like me at the time. I was like, very sweet. And I was like, F you. And my girlfriend that was with me was like, holy shit, Amanda. Like, what? Like, that was awesome. What came over you? And like, we've been waiting for you all to do that. (laughs) And it wasn't like a huge bar scene. It was just like going in. No one was really around us. Yeah. But that was actually the moment where I took radical responsibility for the pattern. And instead of blaming the men, decided, you know what? It's on me. Like, I'm the one accepting crumbs. I'm the one. And so through the whole journey of that, grabbing books on self-worth and self-love and all that. And I realized, you know what? I wasn't valuing myself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing my own worth. And because I wasn't seeing my own worth, I was accepting less. Mm-hmm. And because I was accepting less, I was never going to be fulfilled or attracting those kinds of men. Cause I couldn't even see those kinds of men in my, right. Cause yeah. I was operating from my wound. My wound of not feeling good enough was having me attract and my beliefs Mm-hmm. It's like this is a whole thing, right? It's like ends up being a whole thing. And so, yeah, I went on a journey of learning to give myself what I was really wanting men to give me, which was my own love mm. and acceptance. It takes moments like that and very clear examples of you're being mistreated or this is not what you want for your life to sometimes wake up to those things. It's sometimes hard though, because you realize you've been doing certain patterns for such a long period of time that it's kind of hard to look at. You're like, why do I do those things? Or why am I allowing myself to be mistreated even when it's coming from your own beliefs or whatever it is? So that's really beautiful. Did you find a through line that was happening with maybe your view on relationships and with work at the time? Or is that something that you discovered kind of later? Mm, yeah, a through line with work and relationships. Um, well, I worked in a really young office, so everyone kind of dated each other. The office oh. was huge. There was like 800 people who worked in the building. So that was definitely an interesting time of life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, sometimes we have one area that's just trickier than others. I mean, yeah. I think that the, it's all related, like money and love and mm-hmm. worth and all that was related. And I definitely had stuff with, you know, money that I had to look at, even though I was successful. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely through lines of, of self-worth. But I think at the end of the day, that's really what it is for most of us is do we feel enough for the type of thing, people, opportunity, love that we really are craving. Mm -hmm. And once we can heal that within ourselves, you'll open up a whole new world of possibilities and, and you won't be attracted to those kinds of people anymore. Cause this was a long time ago. I would no, I've even had that person come back Mm -hmm. a little test. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) Well, no. Yeah. You're like, oh, no. I, I forgive you. And uh, absolutely forget not. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I'm wondering how you found like healing for that within yourself so that you stopped repeating those patterns. I know you went on this spiritual journey. Like what, what did it take once you realized what was going on and what you realized you wanted to make changes? What was the process for you, for you to make those actual changes? Yeah. Well, the first thing is you got to stop texting those people back yeah. and entertaining <laughs> them. You have to stop wondering if they're thinking about you or what this or that, like, no, you're a damn queen (laughs) and Queens do not need to worry about someone who's not worrying about them. Mm -hmm. And so it's self-worth, self-worth and confidence. And so starting to work on confidence, starting to see, I would like make a list and be like, here's all of my amazing qualities. Mm. Here's all. And so it's on me now to value those even more. And, Mm. and and I, then I got clear about what I, what really helped me was getting clear about actually what I did want in a relationship and how I wanted to be treated and how I wanted to feel about this person and how they would feel about me. And I got so clear about that mm-hmm. and anything when anytime then someone came along and old patterns creeped up, I would just wasn't available for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that could be hard because change does take commitment and time. 
And sometimes there's different layers to it, different hewing that I notice too with my clients and definitely in myself. But anytime something would get triggered mm-hmm. inside and I would feel not enough from that person, it would be an instant, but this is the work I teach right now, instant lean in. What do I need to give myself that I'm expecting this person to give me? Mm, yeah. Love. And it's usually love. So yeah. I would have to take a minute to be like, accept my, to choose myself mm-hmm. first and not abandon my own heart. Mm. Yeah. I like that you wrote a list of all of your good qualities because it's so easy for us to write a list of how all of our bad qualities or the qualities that we think are negative or not lovable, yeah. but it's really hard to write out a long list of good qualities. I like that practice. That's really, that's really yeah. special. And also too, with that, it's like, what if all the qualities that you think are unlovable are the ones that, that deserve actually the most love? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was a huge shift for me where I went for so long without relationships because I just didn't think that my full self would be able to be loved until I started to unwork that for myself where I was like, oh, I have these quirks, but that doesn't make me not lovable. Like I don't have to be a perfect person for someone to love me. And once I started seeing that for myself, it really did change everything and opened up a lot of doors. Once I witnessed it and believed it in myself, then it showed up for me in my life. It took a while though. It took a long time. And now you're in a beautiful relationship. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And that's amazing. Yes. Um, For your clients, when they come to you with whatever they have going on, what is your process with them? Like, how do you figure out what the thing is? How do you help them? What is your work like? So it's almost like a total life upgrade when someone comes to me. I'm obsessed with the fact that we can become anyone that we want to be, anyone that we want to be. Because in truth, my belief is that we're a soul and a body having a human experience, Mm -hmm. not the other way around. And if we can remember that, which I know might sound a little heady, but if we can remember that we are actually um, infinite beings, imagine coming into this body with no programming, no conditioning, no belief systems, no past, no wounds, no memory, and being able to create whoever you want to be and become whoever you want to be, anything becomes possible from there. Like Mm -hmm. I used to be the most shy wallflower definitely couldn't be having this type of conversation. Now I speak on stages. Now I have to have the confidence to support people who have massive success in the world. Mm -hmm. And I would have never been able to do that, but I've been working on myself for years with this. And so I'm the greatest testament to what's possible for people. Mm -hmm. So the process really is when they come inside, when people just get pulled in to work with me, they just Mm -hmm. know, like, it's almost like a divine appointment. Mm -hmm. Like they hear me, they, they see me speak and they're like, man, there's just, I feel like magnetized. Like, I feel like I I'm being like, I feel like I know her already. A lot of my clients will say that mm-hmm. I serve really badass people though. Mm-hmm. Like people who are really heart centered leaders that want to also make an impact in the world, you know? So the process really is when they come to me, there's always something that they're struggling with or they feel like they haven't achieved yet mm-hmm. or they haven't, you know, again, maybe it's like they have a huge following even, but their finances need to get pop into their next level or they've been stuck or again, like they've been working so hard, successful, don't have the love. Like there's always usually one thing, but we mm-hmm. look at everything Yeah, and we'll actually design, start to design each area of life and who they are in that role, like in their role as a business owner or a manager, right. In their role, if they have a team that they are managing or what is their role as a woman in their relationship or a man in their person in their relationship, And then what about finances? Like what, if you, if anything were possible to create, what would you actually have if you were being unapologetic about it Mm -hmm. and lifestyle? Like we'll go in every area. And then we uncover the ways that they have been holding themselves back from actually having that thing. Mm -hmm. Usually there's a fear, a story, a belief that's in there and we have to pull it out Mm -hmm. together. So the work's deep, but it's also very empowering. So what if you go through that and you say you pull out a story? Is it a matter of like practicing not to say that same story when you're going through your day? Is it like a meditation? Is it just what what exactly is that detail that you can say if someone's looking at their life right now and they're finding like, oh, that's my story. I keep telling myself, what would you say to them to rework that? Honestly, there's so many different ways. And that's where my intuition comes in mm-hmm. with my clients. It, it's different yeah. sometimes for each 
for each client. Um, sometimes it's a, a mindset technique. Sometimes it's deep healing that needs to happen. Um, an example would be maybe a client is successful in their in mm-hmm. music and they have a big following, but they've been stuck at like the multi-million level and they want to get higher. And we need to uncover why is there anything under the rug that they haven't been looking at? And I'm thinking of one particular person in mind where he actually was afraid of being seen more mm-hmm. and losing his personal, have, being able to actually go out in public uh, and all of that. And like, so that was actually holding him back from making more money. Uh, now there's many other ways he could make more money rather than just blowing up and losing all of his freedom. Like there's what else is possible? There's many, but also too, like if we can rewrite that story that he's telling himself about, oh, the bigger I get, the more, Mm -hmm. the more I lose my freedom or whatever it is. We have to be conscious. Sometimes when we even just start focusing and figure out what the fear is, it starts to actually, our subconscious actually starts to go to work on it with Mm -hmm. our conscious mind. So sometimes we're holding on to these fears and we don't know what they are, but as soon as we shine a light on them, they start to move. They start to, we start to work through them. A couple of ways is to like find a way to prove that story wrong. Does that actually mean that that has to happen in order for you to make more money? No, you could have an investment blow up. Like what else is possible? You know, or your crypto thing, like let's manifest that taking off. Right. So there's so many other ways. And also too, when you heal the story, you stop attracting it. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I would take a look at them with anything that happened maybe in their past something that happened that they needed some healing, a bad experience and that had them right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then change the story again, the belief system that they're telling themselves. So disrupting thought patterns, Mm -hmm. moving forward and choosing a new story to tell yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how these little stories are little things that we've been telling ourselves for probably forever since we were little that they can manifest in all these different blocks in our life. Yes. It's fascinating. Yes. Absolutely. If we tell ourselves I'm not supported or there's only these kinds of men in my town or men always do yeah, this, that's I'm like we it. have to change that story because you are literally given the universe instructions. Mm. You are very good with tapping into with business, the feminine versus the masculine. I found this really interesting because I've always heard the idea of the masculine energy is what you want to tap into with business because it's like what the foot you want to put forward. But I'm I'm feeling more in the feminine, especially now these days. I want to lean more into that and more into that intuition space. So what are the two differing energies. Can you explain that for me? Because I feel like sometimes hear yes. that people hear that and they think like, oh, I can only be successful if I have masculine energy. That's weird. It's not necessarily like that. So can you explain <laughs> that to us, please? Yes. This is one of my favorite things to talk about right now because mm-hmm. this is important, really important. We've been taught that we have to hustle, 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 yeah. work 24-7 in order to be successful. But what else is possible? Because I live in a world of magic (laughs) and yet we need both energies. So that's what I want to talk about is how to have both. Mm -hmm. So for me, and this doesn't matter if you're male, female, or however you identify yourself, we all have both energies. Mm -hmm. And for me, my intuition leads and guides my business. And that's a very feminine energy, right? Mm -hmm. My vision, my, uh, my energy alignment, how I'm feeling my, what I get, I get intuitive guidance every morning on what action steps to take. My masculine actually follows through with the action, Uh, commits, devotes, shows the F up, like takes the steps, does the damn thing. mm -hmm. But I can tell you this right now, if I didn't, wasn't tapped into my intuition, I wouldn't be where I am today. That's how I've built my business to what it is. That's how I've collapse timelines and people are like, I can't believe that happened to you. Well, it can happen for everyone. Success Mm -hmm. like this can happen for everyone. And for me, I'm very devoted to listening to my intuition and meditation in the morning. I've had business connections, clients that I've met at coffee shops, bathroom lines, hair salons. I just go where I'm guided to go. And it's like, yeah, I was there to buy myself a latte and hang out and chill and take the mm-hmm. afternoon off. And then I signed a client on. Well, how do we know which one to tap into when? And how do we know maybe if our energies are a little off? Like say we're like really yeah. in the ma- masculine and we need to come back or vice versa. So a good indication would be burnout. Uh, so burnout, <laughs> definitely. Um, we can, I can't tell you the last time I've ever felt burnout. You know why? Because I take time in the morning to 
relax myself and to calm and meditate. And I've also really designed how I want my schedule to look and how I want it to be. So I have time to flow. Mm-hmm. This is a really quick practice and easy practice that everyone could do in the morning. I like to give this to my clients is to first take a journal out, whether you believe in a higher power or not, you can pray to the universe, to God, to your higher self. I like to write down what I want support with in my business. Like help me manifest this, help me to create this or help me to have this dollar amount this month in my business or connect to these kinds of people or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I will write it down and pray and ask for help Mm. or support. We don't ask enough and there's a lot of support around us. And even in the universe is always listening to us. Mm -hmm. And then I'll take minutes to meditate on each thing and see this is going to take practice. So don't just do this once, do this. If you did this like for a week straight, Mm -hmm. you'll start to become more intuitive. Notice what comes up. So let's say I'll connect and say like one thing that I want to create. And then I I ask like, what steps can I take to make this happen Mm -hmm. or to bring this into reality? I'll write down everything that I get. Sometimes I see a person's face, a friend, or sometimes it's like, do this TikTok video or go here today or this or that. And I just start to take action on each thing that I get, if that makes sense. Yeah. When you're praying too, like just be open throughout your day because someone might text you mm-hmm. or you might see something on an explore page and you're like, I need to connect with that person. Or right. When we start opening up to support the universe, the support will show up. Mm-hmm. And then from there you can take the actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that openness is really, really key. I know in the past or even sometimes when I wake up like tired or not in the mood, I can waver with that openness or I can waver with that like trust in all things are going to work out. So when that happens, what would you say? Like just you just like reverse your thinking or is there a way to tap back into that trust, that intuition or that um, just like not negative way of thinking? Well, sometimes when we we all wake up and we have difficult mornings or we might be going through something Mm -hmm. and emotions are coming up. I don't like to bypass emotions. I'm not one of those people that's going to tell you just mindset your way out of it. That can actually be pretty toxic Mm -hmm. and detrimental. So what I recommend is when you're really feeling like something's coming up for you and either something's happening, you want to make sure you're holding space for yourself to feel. And that's the feminine energy too. So for me, again, like something's coming up, I'll let myself feel it. You might need a five minute cry Mm. and don't judge yourself. Get it out. Like do something to move the energy. Cause for me, emotion is just energy in motion actually. So if you let yourself feel it and feel it all the way through Mm -hmm. without, you know, projecting your emotions on people or letting it run your day, like just go have a good cry. I guarantee you, you will feel so much better after, and then you can come back to your mindset practices Mm. and then you can come back to yes, what else is possible? Then you can come back to feeling good, but you can't get from feeling like, absolute crap Mm -hmm. to dancing on a rainbow in a thought. Yeah. It's not realistic. We're human. We, there's an emotional scale that we have to climb. Yeah. Moving the feeling around. I've heard people like jumping on a trampoline or taking a walk or shake, jumping up and down and shaking your body, like little things like that. Or sometimes it's like a, it's a brain dump on a piece of paper. That's great too. Yeah. Yes. Move the energy. Mm -hmm. So you could even get out a journal and like, instead of crying, go get everything, cry, do whatever, but get it out on paper. And just with the intention that you're moving, like it's gonna, I always visualize the emotion just vibrating out of me. Like my intention is to move this out, not to dwell on it Mm -hmm. or to marinate in it or to, you know, keep ruminating it, but to get it out. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I love it. Vent it. Vent, vent. We, I love a good vent or a good cry, like you said. Sometimes it's necessary. That up-leveling piece, what are some other ways besides the storytelling could we up-level our lives or ways to start? Like say if we're a client coming to you and we want to find that next level, what are some good ways to get there? So I love visualization. Mm-hmm. I love closing my eyes. I, I made this promise to myself that I wanted to be on my personal highest path, which there's multiple highest paths because that's never ending the growth. But, you know, so I believe that each of us have a higher self that's guiding us like a higher version of ourselves mm-hmm. that can see all the potentials and possibilities. And again, you could call that just God, the universe, higher power. I believe in all of it. And I've devoted myself. So I, I spend time in visualization and I ask to be shown what's possible for me all the time. 
And then I will spend time dreaming really big in the morning and visualizing the life that I want to create for myself next. Mm. It's so funny because I'm living the life that I once wanted and beyond. And Mm. so, but it keeps going because life is a playground for expansion and creation. So for me, we can enjoy the now, but still keep dreaming big. I believe that our angels celebrate when we're like, yeah, I want to create more, you know, and be an example for others. So visualization for me is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Joe Dispenza. If anyone's familiar with him, I've gone to some of his retreats. Mm -hmm. His work really aligns with the work that I share. I love him so much. And um, so there's a website called Mm mindmovies.com. is it mindmovies.com or mindmovies.net? I can't remember. But if you search mind movies, you can create a video and upload a bunch of photos and put it to music. Mm-hmm. So I put it to a song that actually makes me feel emotional, like in a good way. So I can tap into my emotions. And so I'll watch that video too. And that's a mm-hmm. great way to start expanding yourself. Well, that's like a digital vision yes. board. That's very cool. Absolutely. I haven't heard of that. I'm going to try that because sometimes vision awards can be like, I'm doing arts and crafts. Am I in high school? But that sounds like really, (laughs) really nice. I'm going to look into those. It's, it's awesome. I recommend it. And then one really good practice for people that they could do. I know we're like overloading people with practices. So like, <laughs> just get a journal out, write all the shit down, Notes. come back to this episode. <laughs> but one thing that I love is designing who I'm going to be in this next level. Mm-hmm. So after I have like the vision, I'm like, okay, well, who is Amanda there? Because in order to get over there, who must I become in order to have that life? Mm-hmm. Right. There's a new level of confidence probably there's a new level of belief in self, my mindset, maybe if it's that much wealth, my mindset needs an upgrade, mm-hmm. right? Or start to also write down who I am in that, in that next chapter. Like I'll see myself. I'm like, oh, she's elegant. She's classy. She's funny. She's well-spoken. She's seen as the best of the best at what she does or like whatever. And I'll write that down and I'll include that in my visioning as well. Mm. And I start working now on becoming that version of me. Do you ever use other people or people that may or maybe at that next level as inspiration or does it all come from you and you kind of shut out other people, if that makes sense? Like, do you go online and see like, oh, this girl has this program or this girl's doing this. I would like to do like that. Or does it all come from you, Amanda? I think it can be a combination of both because we get inspired by other people, Mm -hmm. you know, but also sometimes we can limit ourselves with that. Even if we think we're dreaming big, like there's so many other things that are possible. So for the most part, I really, really try to keep my eyes on my own lane, Mm -hmm. but like for style, like if I'm like, oh, my next level self dresses like her, I love her style. Mm -hmm. That's, I love doing things like that. Yeah. you know, and looking at other people's different and then making it my own. I love it. Yeah. Style is a huge thing too. I think sometimes it's seen as like just commercialized, but style can definitely affect how you're showing up and like the ways that you see yourself each day. It's crazy. I'm huge on it. It's yeah. a huge embodiment tool, mm-hmm. you know, like, so if you want to feel more confident, then look in your closet and, and ask yourself, what can I wear today that will make me feel how I want to feel? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll put things on and I'm like, I cannot wear this today. Like, I don't know why I just, I have to get off of my body right now. Like yeah. not wear this today. And then I'll, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the vibe. Then I'll, <laughs> I change so many times some days, like some days I'm like, no, I want to wear this exact shirt. I got in the mail today. This is happening. But sometimes I change 20 times and I'm just in my own house, but it doesn't make a huge difference. I don't know exactly what that is, but no, huge, huge. Yeah. Well, clothing carries energy. Mm-hmm. And it helps mm-hmm. us to feel something, right? And so if it doesn't feel the vibe, like if it's like this old thing that you have in your closet and like there's memories attached to it too, mm-hmm. it will, you'll absorb that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, my style changes quickly. I always laugh. I have a couple of friends who are really like me and I'm like, I've only had this for two weeks and I can't wear it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I'm in a shopping energy these days. Um, what's coming up for me too is I'm wondering, sometimes I get people or sometimes myself, like I'm like, I want to go to that next level, but I don't know what it looks like, or I don't know what I'm wanting to manifest. Like, I know I want better. I just don't know what that thing is. Is there Mm -hmm. a practice or something you would recommend if you're in that kind of headspace? Yeah. So for one week, here's a prescription. Ask, ask the universe, God, source, Mm -hmm. your higher self to show you what's possible next for you. Mm -hmm. Meditate and open up. It will come something will happen. Something will come and inspiration will strike. You might get creative ideas that drop in. So open up and ask, and it will trust, just trust, be like, it is going to show up. 
It's going to show up. Yeah. Start just letting yourself be unlimited with your thinking. Mm -hmm. It's like very childlike, the energy. I like it. It's like hopeful, open, exploring. It's very, yeah. I like it. That's a part of the feminine too. Like this, you know, we can have, there's so many different aspects to, to the feminine and to a woman. Like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. like our queen self, then there's this more playful, like fun part of ourselves. Uh And then there's like this sexy, sultry, you know, we can be all of these things, but Uh I love tapping into the play. That's like one of my favorite things to do. Helps us manifest too. Very, very true. Um, If you're wanting to start a spiritual journey or dive more into this, are there books, resources, people, tools, anything that you would recommend someone looking for? Because I know you went down a deep dive, but anything that really resonated with you during that time period? Yeah. Well, I'm writing a book right now, so I'm really excited about that. (laughs) And it's going to be inclusive. It's going to take everyone through a whole journey. So it probably will be out this fall. I'm really excited about that. It's about like really... Thanks. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. I've been getting guidance to write this book for like a few years. So I'm finally like, girl, sit your ass down and write this book because <laughs> people need it. Yeah. Um, but one thing I would say too, is a couple of books that really helped me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. One's a Gabby Bernstein book and it's called spirit junkie. And it's all, it's a road to self-love and miracles. I think that's what it is. And I've given that to some of my clients. And so if you're struggling in the relationship department or the money department with self-love and self-worth, that one, I remembered that changed my life Mm -hmm. back in like 2013, whenever that came out. So a couple of her books. And then like for mindset, I actually really love Wayne Dyer's stuff. Mm -hmm. There's, he wrote a book called The Power of Intention. Mm -hmm. And I still love that book. And so that's a really good one for like, for mindset and for understanding the energetics of the universe. And then Law of Attraction by Abraham Hicks mm-hmm. is a really good one. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then I, I guess one other question I have from what I wrote down was like anything intuitively that's been happening or if you even like tap in right now or with your clients, like anything that's kind of been going on that you want to talk us through. Yeah, no, this year we I have so much I could say, girls, yeah. you could tell. I'm like, I could talk for hours. Uh, is we are in a time of possibilities for manifesting and creation more than any more than I feel so much palpable energy in the air this, this year. And I know there's been so much darkness and things going on in the world that we don't want to turn a blind eye to, but also at the same point in time, for those of us who are called to lead, to step up, to have more of a sense of purpose, no matter what industry that you're in, Mm -hmm. just even choosing a higher life for yourself can inspire other people to do the same and, and rippling out. And so I would say, use your voice for good. Mm -hmm. Try to tune in and see how can I make a bigger, even greater impact with what I'm doing. And that starts with each of us individually and our own feeling good, Mm -hmm. right? Our own personal growth, our own, like leading ourselves and all of that. But also again, like we're in a really powerful time, especially through this summer for manifesting. Mm. So this is a great time to do all the things that we're sharing in this episode because it's supported even more right now, energetically for people to make big quantum leaps in their lives. I love it. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because with all the polarity these days and so much negativeness, it can be, I'm sure, tough to find that faith or that positive way of looking at things or just like wanting to even go to that next level because you can feel stifled by what's going on around you. But I like that you mentioned that. Like there's still possibilities and you can step up in other ways and use that as like a way to spread more good versus falling back. And shut the news off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) shut the news up. Not everything that we hear is actually factual. Mm -hmm. So some of it is, some of it's just creating a lot of fear for people. So just, you know, shut it off and, and make sure that you take time to meditate and spend time doing things that bring you joy. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Quieting down, leaning back into our own voice. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I think I just have final question for you. Unless there's anything else that's coming up or you think that we should go through to help out on this episode. I feel like we've talked about so many good things. So I know. This was so good. Okay, love it. All right. Well, final questions. They're very simple. I just have three of them. First one is like any time that you've maybe worked with a client or on social media or anything along the topic of sharing where you might have overshared and would you do anything Mm. differently or change it or take it back in any way? You know what? There's been times I've gone on super vulnerable on social Mm. and and sometimes after you're like, oh, did I share too much? And I I can't think of anything specific in this moment because 
I feel like I've gotten a hold of this now, but it's like, sometimes it's like, oh damn, I'm, I'm letting myself really be seen in my emotions or really be seen as I'm moving through something. And I don't, I don't regret it. Cause I feel like it's important to show those sides of us. But I just remember after being like, should I delete that post or should I delete? Uh, and I'm sure we all have had those times. And then when I check in, I'm like, no, this is something that's important for people to see and I'll leave it up. But there's definitely been those cringy moments where I'm like, oh, did I just share too much? Yeah. When you're in the thick of the emotions, I feel like that's when it's the hardest. Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to be known for or remembered by with your work you do or just in general? That's an amazing question. What do I want to be known for? I want to be known as the woman who people see and know is genuine and authentic and really, really, really came here to help people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people call me their expander. So they come in my Mm -hmm. world and they're like, wow, you expand my mind and my thinking. And I want to always leave that impression on people that one that I care because I'm here to create amazing leaders in the world, but also that they just felt expanded in my in my presence, you know, because I really want everyone to be happy and have everything. It's impressive with the people that you work with as well. I'm sure that they are already at the top of their game, but getting those people to the next level yeah. with what you do is really impressive. Thanks. Any last leaving thought, idea, or piece of advice to end yeah. us on? Well, I would say like, I hope this conversation just helped you open your mind to just seeing maybe in what area of your life where maybe you're feeling stagnant or stuck, unhappy or settling and decide in this moment, like take a moment to really decide I'm done with that part of my life. Mm -hmm. I'm done with that chapter. I'm done choosing that. I'm done accepting that I'm done with this and I'm ready to create something bigger for myself and get clear about what that is. Write it down, hold yourself accountable to that. And just start opening the door. Like I said, like start asking the universe questions, start praying for help and support, start dreaming really big and start to show up for it. Because in truth, life is so short. Life is so short. And we don't want to wake up on our deathbed and look back and say, I wish that I would have never settled or married that person. Or I wish I would have started the business or I wish I would have had that conversation life is too precious and too short. Go for it all. And if you are afraid of failing or being rejected, guess what? We all are. Yeah. And you're going to be okay. You're going to, you can do it. I believe that anything that we've been shown is a vision of what's possible for us. Anything that's a desire in our heart is meant for us, but we have to start saying no to the things that are not for us in order to get to the yes. That was so beautiful. That just channeled right through you. Look, <laughs> thank you so much. This was such a wonderful conversation. I love that we just like went with on all the directions. That was so nice. So good, Amanda. Where can everyone find you? Your podcast, where they can maybe get sessions with you, all of that. Good yeah, stuff. so you can find me on Instagram. My handle is the Amanda Merritt. My website. I have different courses, even to Entrepreneurs Mastermind. I train spiritual coaches actually. So if you are listening to this, mm-hmm. you're like, dang, I want to do what she does. I actually, train people to do what I do uh, through my program Illuminated. So you can check that out on amandamerit.com. And then also I'm on TikTok now. So yes. there's a- we all got to do it. <laughs> so I share guidance and tips and tools on TikTok as well at the Amanda Merit. Love it. Thank you so yeah. much. This was such a beautiful conversation. Thank you. Have a great day. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, and follow as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime, this podcast, obviously. Send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at Something to Share Podcast on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday.